I am Lucas Mack, and I'm on a mission to see the hurting get healed and the healed go out and heal others in order for all of us to experience the true love and light we desire. This podcast is me sharing my journey with you so you don't feel alone in your journey. Welcome to the Golden Rule Revolution. Hello, brothers and sisters, and welcome back to another episode of the Golden Rule Revolution. I am Lucas Mack, and it's such a pleasure having you join. I'm really excited to bring back a, an amazing brother, Aaron Scotty, who uh, was the executive producer of the Peanut Butter Falcon, and I had him on a couple weeks ago. We recorded an episode this week, and it was really, you're just going to hear us have a conversation, but I think it's very important that you hear this conversation so that you know you're not alone in whatever emotional place you find yourself in. Like I have done these podcast episodes, I just finished the 10 10 episode challenge um, of just stream of consciousness, but I did the episode of expanding and contracting is part of the rising. It's It's how jellyfish rise in the ocean, expand, contract, contract, expand, you get it. And so Aaron and I have a beautiful conversation and I'm really excited to bring this brother to you and thank you all over the world for listening. Continue to receive love and light. That's it. So you can emit more love and light blessings, brothers and sisters and brother Aaron, thanks for coming back on. Totally. But how do you get there? And I'm not going to pretend it's just like, yeah, just get here. Some of the bits are a little ugly and that's okay. I'm showing you that I'm you under different circumstances. Agreed. We're human. Usually, do you ever hear those people share their down moments? They they set themselves up as gurus because they, you never see them cry. You never hear them say, I'm in a funk. I'm like, oh, right. they must not be enlightened. Like, no, I'm enlightened enough to say I'm in a funk. And there's I'm at no- another checkpoint, right? It's all it is. Exactly. It's like, there's okay, no there's pedestal. something to take a look at. There's no pedestal. There's no. Right. Yeah, it's been, it's been, um, Let's just roll. Let's just flow in this thing. Um, It's been interesting. There's so much. There's part of me that wants the hammer to drop on. (laughs) Just drop it. And, And there's another part of me that knows there's a lot of people that aren't ready for the hammer to drop. And that's, I'm also like, if I get so caught up in justice and so caught up in truth and and ascension and consciousness now and then there's these people that are really sweet gentle souls that are gonna be caught up and broken uh, oh my gosh it's like you know you come from hollywood i come from the religious side and and it's like why if hollywood was set up for good um and i'm going to use this for religion as well okay so if hollywood the very premise of hollywood was for good then it would be making movies of the pedophile priests and the pedophilia and the corruption at levels that go to the very local level to the highest level. Like the, the, the information would be about truth so that we can understand truth and then protect ourselves or free ourselves or liberate others. The same with religion. How many pastors or preachers or or rabbis or even imams in Islam, do you hear preaching against child abuse? 
molesting children, uh, trafficking human beings. Um, no, you don't hear these things. Well, why? Because what you don't reveal, you cannot heal. Right. Is, is there an intention behind not revealing, you know, look at this left hand, look at in religion, it's, you know, whatever sex before marriage or the homosexual issue or whatever issue that people like to knock on, but don't talk yeah. about the corruption on all these levels. Anyway, I just, well, I, yeah, I think that's why, because remember in the analog world, it was don't talk about religion and politics. Right. And then social media comes along and it's like, all right, everybody talk about religion and politics now because we can control the narrative. Yep. That's right. And now you're seeing everybody talk because if we were talking about this in the analog world at the dinner table, we, we spoke our feelings, we, we released our emotions and let them flow energy in motion. Right. If yep. we, that's the natural state, if we allowed that and we participated in that, I remember wanting to have these conversations when I was like 10 or 12 years old. Yeah. Right. What, what is God? What is death? What is all this? But no, instead we, we learn how to smoke cigarettes and chase girls and get in trouble and all this bullshit. Yeah. yeah. Um, but because if we sat and talked about this stuff, we would probably discover the truth because if we're letting our heart lead the conversation, because that's what happened to us when we chose to, to dive into this information and learn for ourselves and seek truth and you shall find, right? We started to find these truths, which is what, if that was the natural state of community, if we were allowed to talk about these things, we would have discovered it a long time ago. That's right. And the, and how do we know this is so interesting, like truth and it becomes, is truth subjective or objective? And how <laughs> so do we tricky, know man. if truth is objective? We, we can know. And what does objective mean? So truth makes us free. So if what I believe is true, then everyone should be free. But how do I know if it, if it applies to all people being free, it simply starts with our body checking in. So if I can breathe more deeply, then it's true. I know it's true. My body tells me it's true. Right. Oh, but if it constricts and causes anxiety and I want to like control another and if like you're up here, another, short yeah, breath. Exactly. Yeah. And like there's angst and it's not true, but truth is like, whoa, wow. That exhale, that exhale to say, whoa. And it, and how I had, I had someone reach out to me, send me this really ridiculous message of, they're disappointed in me and I'm a hypocrite because of the no mask thing. And um, I talk about healing, but people are sick every day and all that stuff. And I thought, right. That's a perspective, you know, hundred percent, hundred percent. And, and I realized that if you have, if you submit to that narrative, you will always be in a mask for the rest of your life. Yeah. Because like I said, day one of this, it's not going to end. And they're like, just put the mask on. It's going to be temporary. Yeah. No, it's not. You have, we are being faced with a decision now and it's up to you to choose your own sovereignty. And that's, that's the bottom line. I mean, because after 19, there's going to be 20, 21, they're already making movies about it and they're using the word. How, yeah, this has been planned a long time. You go to the Denver airport and you see all the little children in all their countries with masks over their mouth. And that was painted in like 1994. You're like, uh, how long has this thing been planned? And, and you know, what's interesting. I talk about, talk about conspiracies and people are like, oh, that's a conspiracy. Well, 
information, people make decisions at levels that we are not privy to. That's the same as any company. When I was the sure. CEO of my company with 12 employees, even though that's a small company, I made a decision with my CFO and my wife yeah. that affected my employees, which affected their families, which affected, well, that's yes. just a very small- And that's what's level. happening. Yes, exactly. It's a, this whole need to know basis construct. Right. And, and then even the mass population- believes it now and they're like oh some things we can't handle as a mask community Mm. so that's why they keep it tight to the chest and it's like all right well how's that working out for us right you know and you listen you said something about breath and it's funny because i did like a little mini meditation this morning and i started to think about fire Mm. and god as fire because it's constantly giving and receiving right um because it can destroy anything you put in there, but also generate heat and light. And God is light, right? Purify. So I use a lot of burning uh, rituals. Like I'll write something and burn it and purify mm. that and it's gone, whatever. Um, you know, so if that exists, right? Fi- yep. So if we can find a, a way where God is synonymous with fire and we, we think about that divine spark, and when you're feeling empty or lost, right? I don't think the fire ever goes out. That's when the body's just dead. Mm. But when you get down to rock bottom, it's, it's, it's a pilot light. Yes. And you think about a pilot light inside here, right? Now, what, what does the pilot light, what does that little flame need to, to grow is an oxidizing agent, which is what? Oxygen. Mm. So... As I breathe into that, you know, if I'm ever feeling a little down, mm. I just focus on that pilot light. Mm. And what do I need? I need to breathe. And that deep breath you were talking about that goes in and it starts to ignite that flame and give it that oxygen that it needs. And it starts to grow and God grows inside of you. And see, now here we go. Yeah. Right. I'm getting the little chills. Yeah. Right. And so that flame grows inside of you and it's bigger and stronger. And, and you get to that place of love, which is the frequency of God. Yeah. So what is happening how do you put the fire out? You know, you, you have you have a candle and you get that little thing and you smother the fire. Yep. What's happening with the mask? Mm. I mean, it's just it just that was just a thought that came in the meditation. Is like here you go. Yeah, you're they're 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 putting out that flame. They're Damp- smothering that flame. Dampening the Be- God within. Dampening that. Yeah. yeah, it's an attack on the soul. It's attack right. on God. It's attack right. on source energy. Right. Because when we realize our own strength, our own connection to that power, we can't be controlled. And what's going on right now? They're trying to control the narrative. They're trying to control humanity. Right. Who they, I, I don't know, somebody, whatever it is, yeah. you know, I don't want to go too far down that rabbit hole because that was, it's so 2020. It, it's, yeah, it's so 2020. <laughs> it, uh, 2021, let's just, um, One of the things I loved of our last podcast is when we both laughed when I was like 2,000 years plus 33 years. Yeah, we're here, but we really are. We really are here. We yeah. really are in a new realm, a new space. And I think people that are going to try to drag the old into the new are just going to feel frustration after frustration, after frustration. And like you were saying, like 
I don't want to post, I don't feel need to post on that anymore or post as much right now. Like there's, there's a change. There's a shift. Yeah. It's already shifted. I'm not sure what, how to describe it, but it's really and that's okay. Right. That's, right. that's the unknown. God is in the unknown. Yep. It's okay. So in, in that case, if God is within us and God is in the unknown, then ipso facto, there is no unknown. Mm-hmm. If you just trust, because yeah. God's got the flashlight. Yes. I don't know, man. It's interesting. And it, just. It is. It is. <laughs> one of my favorite things was uh, the way we kept laughing about, because as I'm building my course, one of, one of my weeks is titled Bathing in Love. Oh, yeah. And, when, and when, I, when I said that last time, that you repeat it and I repeat it, and we're just going bathing, bathing in love. My <laughs> wife was just cracking up when we <laughs> listened back to it. Yeah. But I'm like, something about our, our history, especially as a man, yeah. and you see all these men, strong men who are now in, in you know, it's everybody's humbled in this yeah. time. But it's like we were told that love is like soft and weak and ah, don't be all yep. gooey gooey. Yep. It's 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 again, it's inverted truth, right? That's right. It's not. It's the opposite. Is true. Love is the most powerful frequency on this planet. Love will help us to create at the highest capacity, and we're all sitting around thinking we're oh, we're strong because we can move fucking rocks or something, mm. and really soften into love. That's where the power is. You can literally sit here and create right, with your word. If it comes from a place of love, think of this. So when we're children are the only view of unconditional love that we see in human form is our parents. And so the parents ruin that view. of. If we're, I was going to say, if we're lucky. Yeah. 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 So we're, we've, we're still connected to source. So we know unconditional love, but we're seeking it here in this earth plane. And then these representatives of unconditional love to us do things to hurt us in the name of love. It's, it's a simple sinister plot to teach parents <laughs> to hit a child in the name of love right. is the best for that child and the most loving thing you could do. And I, I have done lots of podcasts on why spanking is, is, wrong and 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 how it's even the narrative is so crazy so the bible has tricky language around it and people you they use the word uh, the, to their benefit to the way exactly. they want to see it yeah exactly selective so selective understanding yeah, we, yeah exactly so they'll use the word spare the rod spoil the child spare the rod spoil the child that is a term used in evangelical and catholic world spare the rod spoil the child however that definition means spare means withhold, but I've never uh, withheld my spare tires, my extra tire, my spare parts is my extra parts. My spare time is my extra time. My spare anything is that extra, which is more than it should be used. So when you spare the rod, you use it in an extra way that was never intended. You're damn right. You spoiled that child, but what did you spoil that child of? view of self-worth, self-love, safety, unconditional, infinite, bathed in love. And there's nothing that child needs to do to be loved. You have spoiled and what humanity is going to enter in. And I know it's coming very soon. In fact, I wrote this the other day. We, um, oh gosh, I gotta, I gotta find this. We're about to have a great humbling. 
a mm-hmm. great humbling of humanity. And um, there's, there's this remembering who we are, but once we remember who we are, we return. It's a returning back to, man, we have drifted. Mm-hmm. It's not even like true stuff like, oh, the deep state pedophile world and human trafficking and, and all these things outside of us. And we're looking, oh, Hollywood and politics and government yeah. and sport. But we're going to look at ourselves and be like, wow. Right. That stuff's just a result of the stray. Exactly. Like what finite belief have I held as true or as accepted as a mode of operation? And we're all going to examine and turn back and just simply, that's what 5D is, is saying there is no more 3D. I will not operate anymore in that old. It is only from love. It is only from light. And everything must be revealed. Everything. Everything. We either are going to hold on to that, which is getting removed, or we're going to surrender, let go, trust, like you said, and accept and receive all that is new, all that is good, all that is worthy. Jesus says, you cannot put new wine into old wineskins. So people that have these old wineskins, like, oh, I want new. Well, you got to get, you got to let go of that old wineskin and receive a new capacity to receive and, and. Anyway, that's it's uh, funny. You just you just whined when you did that. You're like, I want new <laughs> the the old wine skin. But and it's funny, that's the second time that you used a word with a double meaning because you see how this works, right? Mm. Is you're saying spare and spare, spare and spare. Well, you know, yeah. why of all the possibilities to inject were letters into a sound to create a word. Why spare and spare, right? And why is earn and earn and and wine and wine, right? Because that's how it works. And that's why everybody's so confused because there's truth and lies in the same sentence, in the same spell that's out there. And like, again, you can talk about some of the stuff going on and you're like, depending on the way you see it. Yes, that is absolutely true. But also- Look at what they're doing with that truth and inverting that truth. And they put out shows on Netflix like uh, um, Stranger Things Mm. in the upside down. It's right in front of us. And this girl has these powers, right? And it's like we've been living in the upside down. Right. but you have to choose to see it. And, but, but again, it's like, Oh, that's so scary. The upside down scary. Don't go, don't right. go into that unknown. It's scary. Why, why, why are we telling these stories right. when the opposite is true? It's very interesting, you know, and you know, in Hollywood and you look at the, I don't know if this is true or not, but you could research the, the wood that they use to whittle magic wands Apparently it comes from the holly tree. Oh yeah. Yep. Hollywood and yep. casting spell. It's like, you know, there's casting, there's broadcasting, there's programming. It says it locally scheduled programming. Yep. Um, and all these, all these words and we just take it for granted, but it's, but if we see through it and we go, Oh, that's programming me because we can, we have the, the ability to rewire our brains. Right. If we want to, if we choose to, that's why we have to choose what we consume. And it doesn't mean eat your vegetables only. It also means what you consume here. Here, they make a movie called The Sixth Sense. Right. And, oh, it's just a movie about some kid who sees dead people, blah, 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 and it's right. over. 
the sixth sense is our most powerful gift. It's what you were talking about in the beginning of you, your body is this instrument. Yes. That will give you the, the yes and no answer. I work with muscle testing a lot. You, you have the truth within. I can ask you questions and then we'll find out if it's true for you or not. That's right. With a yes or no, right? And, and for you, it's, you, you can take a deep breath or it becomes shallow. You get blocked. That's, right. that's not truth. It's so interesting. It, it all comes, it, it really does. And, and not to minimize, but to simplify, everything comes back to either we are bathing, walking, breathing in love, or we're seeking it. And that's where we have to go back and heal all these old traumas, old wounds, look at all these things, because if we're still in the position of woundedness and, and hurt, we're always outside of ourselves seeking love from someone else, seeking approval, seeking. So for instance, that we've even accepted that there are government heads that are above us. And there's the fact that we've even accepted kings and queens right. and, and have accepted like, that's just the way it is. And because right. we've accepted something outside of our own sovereignty to say, wait, what the, <laughs> what, the, what is happening here? Like, no, I am sovereign. And I don't need anyone in this planet to agree with me. If I'm in love, that's all that I need. Yeah. But we, but we believe that narrative. And somehow everybody is aware that there's way more people under the umbrella yeah. than are holding the umbrella or whatever. Yeah. yeah. You know? And you can look at the um, Plato's allegory of the cave. Right. That's, you know what I mean? That's yeah, just that's powerful. I mean, and how long ago was that? Like 2000 plus years. Right. And we're still, <laughs> still in the cave. And then, and then you have people like us like reaching down and going, Hey, look up here, come here. And I, I feel like I'm reaching my hand down and no, one's, no, no, no. Well, I'm, let me finish watching this episode of the shadows. Right. And okay. Well, after that, they're going to leave you with a cliffhanger and you're going to have to see what happens tomorrow. Right. <laughs> And you think about everything you just said is, you know, if we're seeking this validation outside of ourselves, it's all, is it an accident? Facebook is designed the way it is with these likes that are constant hits of dopamine. And mm. that's why I deleted it from my phone. You yeah. know, I have to, I have to go yeah. out of my way as a business to go onto Facebook and, and create or monitor my group or work with clients and then off. Yeah. So it's not just in my pocket anymore. Right. You know? Um, because I had to ask myself those tough questions too, that everybody else, you know, if we're saying we're being ignorant or people are being ignorant, we have to ask ourselves these same questions because it runs deep, man. The program, I'm, you know, I'm 38 now and I've been programmed my whole life. Yeah. And as much as I'm looking at, I'm just, I'm looking at layers and removing layers, but there's layers underneath that we have to continue if we want, if we want to walk and bathe in love yeah. at some point, you, you still, when these layers come up, we could practice that uh, ignorance that we're used to, or we, we go into that new program that we're building for ourselves right. and go, no, I'm going to face it now because the longer I let it go, the bigger it's going to get. And it's a misuse of our creativity right. to build this story in our head of like, take, take money, for example, because it's a big one for everyone. And like the rent's coming up like if somebody's worrying about the rent, how long in your life have you worried about a roof over your head? And look, we've all, I've slept in my car a couple of times, you yep, know, I've drove yep, across the same, country, same, had nobody yep. and it had to make do. Not that I was, you know, 
I grew up with the mentality that I was poor because I couldn't get a pretzel after football practice and the dollar was like, Oh, it's tight and the mortgage and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. And that was just a story I believed. So then I believed it and it came true. You know, there's the story that you tell yourself and the thoughts that you have over and over and over become a belief. So even for the most part, you know, that it's always working out somehow. I mean, unless you're five years old, 12 years old, and you're still trying to figure it out as an adult, you know, that if you're sitting here in this chair right now, your life worked out to a certain extent every day. It always does. You wake up and here we are. So why not focus on those things? Hmm. Why create, why use and waste our creativity to build a story in our head of like, this is going to go wrong. And then the IRS and then taxes are going to be due and I'm probably going to owe. And why, why it's a waste of our creativity and we're guided that way. Yeah. So what I feel like you and I, and so many other people are doing is guiding back to that path. And it's, it's like right now, because of the program, you can't snap your fingers and land on the path. Right. Cause I could be over here if we're all going, climbing and ascending yep. to the same end point, yep. but we're taking different paths and that's fine. I could be like, look guys, Oh, this is such an easy path. It's a path, you know, uh, blazed in love. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's simple. It's like, I just walk straight and these people are like, no, there's trees everywhere and there's mud and no, but your way we, we veered off and I've, I've been there, but I, you're not just going to teleport here yet. I think someday there it's coming. Agreed. But right now we're in a place where it's like, all right, to get back to here, we have to cr- climb back through that mud that we walked through. Yeah. And, you know, it's not always fun, but you don't have to do it alone. Right. And 14 years ago, it felt very lonely, even, even up to yesterday and today. Sometimes it can feel lonely, Yeah. but you don't have to do it alone. There are way too many people out there doing what we're doing. Um, we've been there. We know the way out. Yeah. And we can help through that process. So there's no excuse anymore. There are way too many people out there. You just have to really want to get back on that path and get out of that old comfort zone. The the evil we know, at least it's comfortable, but the unknown is scary, right? And by the way, evil spelled backwards is live. Yeah. Yeah. And so just do the opposite of evil. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. Loneliness. You said being alone or feel, I feel like that's been a, even people that have messaged on some videos or reached out this feeling of loneliness has crept in the past, like three or four days, I think for people. And maybe it's a, maybe it's an energy, maybe, I don't know what it is, but, um, you know, new year's always does that. I think for people that aren't, there's a, there's a collective belief of closure coming. Right. And like, yeah. Oh, I hope. And a lot of people are looking at 2020, like the worst year of of their life where I saw it the opposite. Right. Um, I saw it as the best year of our life. It doesn't mean it didn't come with a lot of work, Right. but people are just like hoping outside themselves that 2021 is going to be a better year. Yeah. And it, it's not unless you create that reality for yourself. Right. Right. Which you can, which you can, you can choose the reality that 2021 is the best year of your life. Well, I think that's where gratitude is so important because if we don't give thanks for all the pain, we wouldn't value the beauty, you know, without understanding one, we can't know the other. And so 2020 was that like leveling out trauma for many people have been living high and like doing all that stuff. I was like, (laughs) you know, like, right. And you got to give thanks for it because 
A, I think we know when we're healed is when we can give thanks for all things that have happened to us, the painful and the the wonderful. You know, right. When you see one thing and, and you realize everything's connected, you see it all. Yes. And that's that's how it just that's why it floods in when you pop that bubble. It's like you pull at one thread and you just realize it's all one long string. Yes. Yes. Um, and then you go, oh, okay, if this is okay, then that's okay, and that's okay, and that's okay, and everything's okay. Everything's perfect. Do you have a what? Do you have a practice or something you do like going into a new year to like? Do you like pull a word, set your intention, or do you have a something you do? No, not really, not traditionally, and I and I didn't this year. I think, I think part of like ending and purging in, in at the end of last year, like I was really you know posting a bunch of stuff, and I think it was more of like don't be afraid to speak your mind in any given moment. Mm. and change your mind tomorrow. It was like, I think wow. I just had to clear that out. Um, so that, because it's, I, I kept saying in 2021, because I was teetering on this dabbling in love mm. and it's just an exhausting roller coaster to go up and down. <laughs> you know, I got, I have uh, the other thing. I know you see my map here, but yeah. I have, this is something that I built, you know, for my clients based on Esther Hicks, oh. um, the emotional guidance scale. And I, and I did my own and it's, you know, I'm just kind of looking at this and, and you want to just focus on one. I don't know if you're familiar with Abraham Hicks um, and that, and that kind of work, but you just want to focus on the one step above because you're not going to go from depression to love over unless you're really, 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 really practiced. Yeah. And if you're that practiced, you're probably not dipping that low. Right. Right. And I tried to say for myself um, because I, I was shamed a lot for being this angry person Mm. when in times of passion because i would get loud and it would feel aggressive but i'm like i'm just excited about this new understanding and you know what i mean <laughs> yeah right, it's like, whoa right. aaron you're so angry and aggressive mm. and i would be shushed constantly and i would i would swallow that shush and that's i think why i exploded because it, it lived yeah. in my body because i wasn't letting the emotions energy and motion flow right and i eventually because then when you press down that because you're being called anger, it goes lower and lower and lower right. into this helpless. Everything below that is like a helpless world right. of depression and all that stuff. Yeah. Victim and all that. So I was living in that until I, I snapped and I started to say like, I have to let anger be my floor because it's a tool. Otherwise, why would we have it? That's right. Here, um, here's, here's an affirmation for you. Jesus says to be angry. Good. He says, be angry <laughs> and sin not. And sin just means miss, miss the mark. Missing the mark, right. Exactly. So you can be angry and still stay in love. And you can be as angry as you can be. It's just when you're yeah. in love, though, you're not going to take it out on anyone else. It's, it's just like, you can be, right. anger is a virtue when it's directed towards freedom. It's yeah. like. Yeah, exactly. You, know you have I mean? to allow yourself to express it as long as it doesn't hurt anyone else. That's right. That's right. right. And that's where the, that's why it's, you're able to be shamed because there's so much hurt right. in the world that people are doing onto others that you don't want to be thrown in that bucket. Right. 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 Even though, you know, you're not, but again, we worry about what other people think. Um, we're noticed- trying to be polite and we're by doing that. I feel like we were doing people a disservice. Right. Because they're like, no, come back in our box. It's like, no, step out and scream into a pillow or something. Exactly. And watch how you feel afterwards. Yes. One of the practices that I had, cause I was afraid of getting angry. That was one of the things I had to learn how to be angry. 
Um, yeah. I was so afraid of, I didn't want to be like what I was raised with or become who, who hurt me. Yeah. And so I was like suppressing any anger. And one of the coaches that I had hired a couple of years ago when I was really just going through this beautiful healing process, she said, go grab, buy pool noodles and go in the garage and just hit something as hard as you can for as long as you can. And what's, I mean, even saying this cognitively, it's like, oh yeah, okay. Pool noodles. Yeah. I can kind of feel that exercise. But I, so I bought it. I did it. The first time I swung, I got scared. Like, I, not that I was afraid, but I felt the, I don't want to be this. And it was like, oh, how right. that, that was in me still. Like, I'm just doing something for myself in the garage. No one's around. I'm just smacking a box. But I felt the, oh, is it safe to be angry? And the more I let it out and just let it out, like was realizing, oh, I can be in control of my anger. You I start thought, to learn your control. Exactly. Exactly. Like, oh, I can be angry. And I learned, I shared this on a podcast recently about the therapist telling me about healthy aggression, that dogs don't just bite you and, and tear you apart. They first bare their teeth and growl. They give you time to say, come no closer. They're like, right, right, right. And you're like, okay, thanks for letting me know. That's healthy aggression. And people that don't have healthy aggression and just have aggression are the ones that hurt people, scare people, you know, are threats. Right. We get to learn boundaries and healthy aggression. Anyway, it's just been a, like you said, screaming in the pillow or buying a pool noodle and letting it rip in the garage. And beat, yeah. <laughs> you have to no find beat. a control because you, it, it is a tool that we have yes. within us for a purpose because when you're down in the dumps, anger is a form of power yes. because your powerlessness, anything under anger, you feel a little powerless and that's where that victim kicks in and, oh, well, I'll just do what they tell me. And that's right. And it's, man, you, it, it gets, it gets a little scary, especially, and then, you know, especially when you raise your voice and it was, whoa, whoa, shh, you're so right. like, oh, aggressive. And I'm like, no, I'm just passionate. This is exciting news. Right. And it's like, just, yeah, but just hone it in. I'm like, Cause like, I even like when I would argue with my wife, I always knew if I felt that anger, I would always turn my back mm. so that she, oh, cause you know, I'm, uh, physically I'm stronger, but yeah. the one thing that I always knew, cause I always feel like, uh, you know, don't apologize for any, everything's off the table. But one thing that I always agreed with was never lay your hands on a woman. hundred percent. Be because I mean, we are built uh, differently. 100%. That's just, that's just how it is. Now, yeah. are there women out there that could kick my ass in that UFC ring? Yeah. Probably. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's not, it's not black or white again. And it's not yeah. a, a, this offensive thing towards women, but yeah. in my household, it, push comes to shove. I'm probably physically stronger than my wife. Yeah. So I always want her to know that she is safe around me no matter what. Right. Right. So, and, and of all the people on this planet, who knows where my buttons are more than my wife. <laughs> That's right. So she'll push them on purpose. Mm, yeah. She also knows she's safe to push those buttons. Yeah. And then, and then here we go. And there's the dance of the argument. But now recently in the past few years, after my, my stuff is like, I started to realize how my wife is my gift. Mm. And every time she pushes those buttons, it's because I, there's a lesson here that I need to learn. So instead of blaming, well, you do that. Or, oh, it's because of that and blame yep. and shame game. It's like, take it on the chin, man, because right. it's only going to get worse the more you ignore it. Yeah. That's, that's another inverted truth because I think both things are true. 
depending on how you look at it. Ignorance is bliss. Now, I was in the beginning of all this, I'm saying ignorance is not bliss. Because, but I was looking at it from the point of view of all this information that's out there that people are choosing to ignore. Right, right. Because it's not, man, because it's going to come around. Like you're saying, the hammer's going to drop. And I think when we were talking about it, as, as much as I've been wanting this hammer to drop for so long, right. two, I think that's both like my soul wants it to drop so we can move on into the 5D yep. of, of everything, yep. but also my ego wants it to drop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and and I'm like, pull yeah. back on that mm-hmm. and, and allow the process to unfold. And if you were blessed to, to go through your trauma a couple of years prior to the collective trauma, then you have a duty now. Yeah. You have a duty to take that and heal the world in whatever way you are asked to. Mm-hmm. So I need to focus on the love part of it because part of that cue in the 3d 40 the chess game is like those people that are out there fighting against tyranny and all this kind of stuff and exposing and the sealed indictments and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. I feel like we got to get over here like this and get ready to catch the baton. hundred percent. Yes. Agreed. I was even seeing this, something this morning, the global sealed indictments right now is up to 500,000 and they're con- <laughs> Totally. And they're well, con- see, I stopped looking and again. It's lo- for me, it's low hanging fruit. And I had to just, Oh man, I was gobbling. I'm like, give it. Oh, it's like, it's- oh, you don't know. How do you know? Pay attention. It's right in front of you. And then I'm like, Oh, some people are on a different yeah. pace. Yeah. And that's okay. Right. We're all serving a certain purpose. And if it's a team effort, then if I'm the, the shooting guard, or, you know, then why am I dribbling the ball up the court? Yeah. Just first- get down there, get in position, set a pick, do whatever. I, I don't know why basketball references came up, but like, yeah, no, it makes- let the point, let the point guard run point. Right. Everyone and do safe. your job, get into do your, your position and get really good at it. Go practice shooting. <laughs> Shoot a thousand three pointers. That's right. So that when the ball gets past you, you make that shot. That's right. Yeah. No, I think. I think that's it. We, we do the work because we are going to be the healers in a very intentional way with people. I mean, right now, everyone who's building a course, coaching, creating space, launching these things, this is the net we're casting for the whole world. Because what I was going to say is there, there can be up to 99 people tied to one indictment. Right. So half a million sealed indictments times 99. Can you imagine how many heroes are in those envelopes? That's going to be tough, man. It's going to be really, really challenging. Talk about the upside down. And that's why, and, and that's why I was saying about that net the last time, like we're building this net because we're told and we're taught that jump and the net will appear, Yeah. but people are going to get pushed. So we're building the net for when they fall. Yes. Yes. Because whether they choose to jump or not, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if there's, if the, the, the opportunity for choice is running out. I, I don't know how this works. Right. And that's okay. I'm not claiming to have all the answers, Yeah. but we just have to keep asking questions so that some answers are revealed to us so we can get in position, get prepared. Right. And, and really, again, man, like for years I've been, tearing down the walls around my heart Mm. because, and and something I wrote this this morning uh, out of the meditation 
um, if we're, if we're on this journey of life, right, then you are the driver, your body is the vehicle, your heart is the GPS. And then but you, there's fuel everywhere, right? Mm. So what is your fuel? Love is the optimal fuel. Yes. Yes. But you have a choice to put anything in that gas tank, right? Do you, do you put diesel into into an engine that doesn't need, you know, or you put regular right. 89 octane into a diesel engine and it right? Or you try to put water in there, doesn't move the car. Or, right. What are you putting in the gas tank? Because all those things before it are, are true, right? Your heart is the GPS. Well, it's so funny. I love this. First of all, I love you. And I love this conversation. <laughs> it's so fun. I took my daughter. So I take uh, my kids on a one-on-one date, daddy-daughter and man mission. So my son gets the man mission and, and my daughters get the daddy-daughter date. And, uh, and this morning I took my daughter because everything's closed and you can't sit down anywhere in the state of Washington right now. Um, we'll go through the drive, uh, Starbucks drive through she gets uh, her chocolate croissant and hot chocolate. Then we drive around and I drove up our neighborhood up this hill, this house in the cul-de-sac. And it was, I don't know, six 15 in the morning. And this man, I don't even know who he is. I don't know who lives in the house up the street from us. It's watching the news, watching MSNBC. And I'm like, God, it just, if to me, my soul hurt for It's like, that's too early for that garbage like, why are you <laughs> doing that stuff like oh like brother as, as, as you drive through starbucks no no yeah, offense yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> it's no, too early point. for that garbage good is point. all i heard good point. but dude uh, by the way i'm still working on my my side of those things like, I, I have a thing with sh- sugar at night when the sun goes down all this shit we're oh, we're yeah man it's 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 a tricky thing right it is clear out the, all of the matrix. It is. It's, it is. In fact, our neighbor across the street was telling me, he's like, he's like, he's a cool guy. He's like Starbucks. He's like, he's Russian. He's an old school grew up. Actually had, vodka. only oh, vodka. Man, he's a stud. He's a stud. <laughs> they grew up uh, having a bunny farm. They sold bunnies. They made $4 a week for uh, whatever it was, Rupal's a week. I mean, it's just under comedy. It was wild. This guy is so cool. But he's like, Starbucks. He's like, no way those are coffee beans. Soybeans. Soybeans. He's like, how many, how could they have that many coffee beans? No. And I'm like, yikes. Everything's the matrix. Dude, it's, it runs so deep. And again, we don't know if that's true or not, but is it possible Absolutely. And right. you just have to be aware of that possibility. Right. And, and again, you start to use your instrument, which is this yep. body to yep. figure it out. If you, if you want to know the truth, all you got to do is ask your body. It'll tell you, how do I feel when I drink that Starbucks? You know? Mm. And I, I truly, I didn't feel well. I don't drink it ever. I don't, I'm not a Starbucks guy, but yeah. that was where my daughter wanted to go. And I was like, Oh, I, I know you drip. And then I was like, ah, I felt low vibe after. And I was like, I know it, dude, it's my neighbor was right. My- <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, and that's, and that's, listen, that's what, where this whole ignorance is bliss comes in because man, it, once you pull at that thread yep. and you see that it is all connected. And again, I don't know if that's true or not, but it's definitely possible. Right. And there's, and <laughs> Why do they put fluoride in our toothpaste and tell us that it prevents cavities? Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Because then you're, then it's a scare tactic. Oh, I don't want to get cavities. Right. Well, guess what? Don't eat fucking candy. Right. 
it's like I was talking to some friends this weekend um, and I, after we record, I want to talk to you about uh, something, but um, so yeah, I have, I have I, some I, offline I, notes as well, me, yeah, I guess <laughs> but uh, they were, we were talking about, Oh, my buddy, he's a, he's a co-commander of an air force base. He's a legit dude. I mean, amazing, beautiful heart, really sweet. But he and I grew up in Christianity so deeply. And we we're talking about UFOs and we we're talking about extraterrestrials and beings in the Galactic Federation of Light and these things that are actually real. They are here. They are helping. Mm-hmm. And and he without he's just aware of the military industrial complex to create fear as the enemy. He's like, but if they have this technology, they could wipe us out already. They haven't. That's so what I said. Not, it, poof, know, the earth would be gone if they wanted, gone. but they're gonna use it as a scare tactic. Right. So that's from like a logical level but then we were talking about christianity makes it like these are demonic like all this stuff is evil 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 from a spiritual side and i told um my buddy and i were just like well if if it is evil let's just say then awareness of it would would make you feel like believing in it would make you feel lower but what they create is this narrative to keep you down to don't understand whoa there's something more oh the sixth sense oh there's like because once you break out of that you're like yeah there's nothing i i might have lost my thought a little bit but um it's just awareness of these things uh once you get out of the matrix Right. Well, they, again, what the Tom Cruise movie, War of the Worlds, mm. that's, and, and Steven Spielberg created our entire culture. Yes. Our, our, because the culture lives here, right? Right. So where do we get that? We get that from TV movies, news, you know? Right. They also make you think like if you, to be an intellectual, you're meant to read the newspaper and read the encyclopedias and history and all this kind of stuff. Right. That, who crafted these stories? We don't know. We're living right. whisper down the lane. Right. You know, <clears throat> so, but the other thing is like what you're, what you're saying is if we keep focusing on, on evil and we don't want evil, we're doing the opposite of what we're meant to do live. Yes. That's right. And, and again, what you, um, what you resist persists, right? So what you think about, so think about the war on drugs. We have the war on drugs. The country is smothered in drugs. Now we have a war on terrorism. The country's under attack. Yep. We have a war on racism. Look at the racism. So yep. it's, we're, and nobody sees that we're just doing it backwards. Right. Just stop talking about it and focus on the opposite and lead with your heart. But it's, I mean, it's simple yet. It's not easy at all mm. because of how deep the program is and how many layers need to be peeled back, which is why nobody wants to do the work. Mm. But as we get closer I mean, we're just kind of being forced to do the work. Like I didn't want to do it. I, I ignored this. Sh- like I said, in 2006, I was made aware of all this stuff and I started to dabble in it and I would read at Cartoli and stuff like that. And I, th- I threw the new earth across the room like 17 times <laughs> back when I first read it, when it first came out, I'm like, yeah. dance. I'd have to read every sentence 30 times. Yeah. Um, and then I've read it more recently out here. Um, and each time I'm like, Oh, I understand this. And then like the last time I was like, Oh, I could have written this book. You know what I mean? Like you just, because words can't teach experience teaches. It's the same book. I think I have it right there. It's the same book yet. It's a different book. Yeah. And I don't know if you've ever uh, seen the podcast 
that Eckhart and Oprah have done. Yes. The whole series, like, Oh, the, the series, series on the new earth yeah, and bought yeah. chapter breakdown. That's yeah. awesome. So I read the book with the chapter breakdown through it. It's like, there's so much good stuff in there. Yeah. Um, where that I did not understand 15 years ago. And now I can actually participate in that understanding. And again, the words didn't change in that book right. that I know of. Right. right. So this is what we're doing. Like light experience will teach. So again, we say things that might just sound way far out there to people, but we're, we're planting these seeds so that their experience is the water that grows the understanding of it. And like in five years, somebody might come and just be like, you said something and me and my friends are all making fun of you. And I kind of get it. Yeah. Not that I'm again, not that I'm right, but it's just something different that we're always afraid to explore. And I think we're explorers by nature. We're curious by nature. Where did that go? Where did our curiosity go? Where, because we're, we're, we're being taught what to learn and not taught how to learn. Right. Why aren't we taught emotional intelligence in school? Why aren't we taught um, critical thinking in school discernment? um, It trades so that if you homestead it, you're working with your hands, wire, septic, solar, everything yourself, you're a self-sustaining human. That's it. Dude, throw me in the middle of anywhere and I'll figure it out. Yeah. But in that crazy. And I always, I always, I was hard on myself because I will always say, here's a little contrast for you. My dad, uh, like I was like, he never taught me what I needed to know to be a man. Mm. You know, I, I, he never taught me financial literacy, which they also don't teach in school. I wonder why. Um, so, you know, and all these things, like, I, I don't know, but when I moved to New York to study acting and which I was really just studying human behavior, I realized my father was the exact perfect person for me on my journey mm. because, and I don't mean this in a bad way. He taught me everything that I didn't want to be yeah. because I see his pain yeah. and suffering. And I, and, and, and I think I've gotten to a place where I have so much compassion for my dad. And I think like, I know my dad more than anyone else on this planet. Mm. at a visceral level. I understand him now yeah. and we don't speak and that's totally fine. And I've made yep. so much peace with that. Yep. Um, I've tried to open the doors back then. And then there was another incident and I'm just like, it's, fu- you know, it is what it is. I can't yeah. force it. Yep. But I did realize when I moved to New York, he taught me who I didn't want to be in this world. So it was up to me to go find who I wanted to be and seek out mentors and seek out information and learn this stuff for myself, which is not the most fun thing, but, but you can make it exciting. And that's what I ended up doing. And now I look at my son and I'm like, wow, what a diff, what an opportunity to, Mm. to recreate a launch pad. Because I don't read parenting books. I don't, I don't go by the steps of, oh, they should do this at this. Right. No. I just bought him a magic set. It says from eight, eight years up. Right. But it, it's not about like, oh, he's got to learn. It's just I watch what he does and he hides his pacifier. He do, he'll do this <laughs> and go, Bleh. and I, I go, Bleh. and then he goes, ah. And, he's, and I'm like, well, and the hide and seek thing, like, I don't think we taught him that. I think he just innately does. And that's when you see it at a quantum physics level yes. that like something is there. If you 
put your attention on it, but if you don't, it doesn't exist type of thing. Yeah. And I'm just like, well, this is interesting. I'm going to lean into that. I'm never going to force him to do anything like go be a professional athlete. And cause I wasn't or whatever. Right. But if he enjoys music, we'll lean into that. And if, if he's done with it, then he's done with it. Move on. I'm just letting him, because again, they come directly from source. Like you were saying, yeah. right. Yeah. And that's what I said the day he was born. I'm not going to bring him down to this 3d mm. as much as it, you want to. Because again, that thing was spanking the child. Yes. Is it right or wrong? I don't think there's a right or wrong decision. I think the child comes into a family where he knows that's going to happen. Yep. However, same as Down syndrome, same as autism, yep. same as everything, right? Yep. Same as you and I, yep. you know, uh, we easily could have cho- chosen to be born in a castle, yep. but that wasn't our path. That wasn't our journey. But if if he came from source, I need to rise up to his level. I need to really focus and pay attention to what he's showing me with a language that, that isn't, doesn't involve words mm. because he's not there yet. Right. Right. Uh, and then we get into words and how, because sound, right. I don't think we talked about this last time, but how sound resonates in our body. So we think about how do you create a word? you cast spelling into a sound, yes. which is why you have to be really mindful of the words you use and what you consume. So, and, and again, these sealed indictment, who we don't know who's complicit yeah. and who is just creating from their environment, creating from their culture, which again was built for us. Yeah. So you take, here's two examples that I use all the time is like the Rolling Stones, mm-hmm. right? I was at a Rolling Stones concert 20 years ago back in Philly. And I think about that now, you go and you feel the energy in that. And it's, wow, man, you're vibing high. That, that sound is resonating in your body. And then there's a spell just sprinkled in on top. So you walk around for a week with a mantra in your head. I can't get no satisfaction. I can't get no satisfaction. I can't get no satisfaction. Mm. Right? And it's like, I don't think Mick Jagger's out there trying to manipulate the world. I don't know. I don't know one way or the other. Yeah. Yeah. They make amazing music. They're extremely talented artists of our time that are reflecting back the culture we live in. Right. right? But we, it's up to us to use that discernment to go, what is, what is, what am I walking around? What mantra am I walking around with? Mm. And same with comedy. Laughter starts to resonate. You feel laughter in your body. Yes. Yes. Seinfeld, the hottest show of the nineties a show about nothing. Mm. They walk around complaining about life. Life is meaningless. Mm. It's just something to complain. Now, I'm a huge Seinfeld fan. I love the show. It's hilarious. I just never saw it from this perspective. And I still think it, I'm not saying don't go watch Seinfeld. I'm just saying shift your perspective and see what's going on because that awareness you could also have fun with those old shows now with this new awareness yeah. to start to break the spells in a more fun way. Yep. Yep. That's right. It's very interesting, man. It's all creation. It's all we can go back. We can look, we can play with, we can, we can create, we can recreate, we can change. And it's, it's fun. It's fun. Yeah. And well, especially when you're creating from a place of love, because what frequency are you creating from? If you're creating from down here, you're probably creating here. 
Right. And we know that, you know, science and religion chopped the head off yep. and, and, you know, religion said, we're taking this up, yep. science, you can have this down <laughs> yep. and now we're not connected and right. it takes away this coherence. That's right. So we get back into heart coherence, then we can create from love. Mm. Man, it's beautiful. And, and, but I don't, I don't know who's creating from where, and that's not my, my job. Right. It, but it's my job for me to discern what I'm getting from it. Right. You know, good brother. It's good. You know, I have these, um, when I lead men's retreats, we identify the five fears. So legacy, I define legacy as a husband, father, health, mind, body, soul careers, number four, and then friends. And a friend is anyone that shows us unconditional love, which becomes our family, which is what the peanut butter Falcon is. Friends are the family we choose. Friends are the family we choose. It's so true and liberating and free. But then I, I have them identify their top fears in those five categories. What's your top fear as a husband or not being married or whatever? What's your top fear as a father and all these things? So mine are safe, loved, free, abundant, powerful. Safe, loved, free, abundant, powerful. I am safe. I am loved. I am free. I'm abundant and powerful. I'm safe and loved, free, abundant, powerful. And I have to say those sometimes a lot. And we have to in remind ourselves. In different intensities and tones and you know i am safe <laughs> you know like whatever but sometimes to override those lower vibrations and those lower frequencies um, well because that's how we reprogram ourselves that's how we choose to reprogram ourselves because how how many times have you listened to that song over and over and over and over again yep. repetition and that's why like some of my the work that i do is like have people do um synchronicity journal and talk about cool. it, talk That's about cool. it. Be- people like, I remember being met with resistance. I'd be like, how cool is that? And it's like, yeah, so what? And I'm like, Ugh. and I would let my bubble be popped right. because the person outside myself doesn't see the fun in the synchronicity and right. how one thing leads to another. And, but you want to build momentum on those synchronicities. This leads to this leads to this leads to this. And my synchronicities led me to this beautiful conversation we're having right now. Yes. Which is because of repetition. I talk about, it. I'm like, Ashley, how cool is it that I was watching? I found this guy on YouTube and I'm watching his podcast. <laughs> I resonate with it. Then like, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm listening to some of them on my walks with Tyler. And then I reached out to him and now I'm on his podcast. Like that's cool. Repeat awesome. it. Talk about it. Laugh about it. Yes. And yes. then that energy starts to resonate in your body. Yes. And therefore you build more of that instead of building more of the idea that life is meaningless, complain about life and that's humor and I can't get no satisfaction right. or whatever else. I'm just, I just named two things, right. you know? So it's about focus and awareness. Mm. And again, you're not going to, you're not going to like shift your behavior overnight, right. something that's been conditioned for a lifetime, but the shining the light of awareness into the darkness is the first step. So like if I go to eat sugar at night when everybody's asleep, because um, why, why am I doing this? Am I, am I, because at night and like maybe sometimes I'll smoke a little bit, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which like kind of opens the channel. Yeah. What do I do with that sugar? Cause I don't go, Mm, that right. tastes good. I've had enough. Yeah. I go, right. Bleh, 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 bleh. right. <laughs> and then I go, what am I doing? I'm stifling my creativity yeah. or I'm closing yeah. that channel that yeah. I just opened because a part of my old programming might be scared of that truth. Yes. So I have compassion for what's going on out there when we're like, how can't you see it? I'm like, right. 
Aaron, remember, remember, you know why they can't see it because they don't want to yet. Yeah. Right. Because there's a lot of stuff that I still might not want to see. Yeah. And I'm fine. It's like, I'm driving myself crazy. Yeah. Open the channel, close the channel. Ah, wait, you know? Yeah. Too much, too low. Well, yeah. Yep. Right. And we have to let in as much as we're able to. And I think we're designed to do that anyway. Mm-hmm. So if we just go like this and say, God, give me what I can handle right now yeah. and trust that unknown, the amount of light that, that we're capable of receiving in this moment is, is starting to, you know, pull down the walls. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's beautiful. Brother, I love you. I'm so thankful for you. And where I, we got to wrap. Cause I want to talk to you offline. I got another, another, uh, yeah, yeah. but where can people find you and, and connect with you and follow you and sign up for your course? Absolutely. Sign up for Aaron's course. Yeah. So Facebook, um, I have a group Well, I'm, I'm Aaron Scotty on Facebook. I'm just my name. I have a group called the awakened you, um, Aaron dot the awakened you at gmail.com. Cool. Um, so yeah, start there. Okay. Um, Aaron Scotty on Instagram, um, again, uh, Aaron Scotty three, three, three on Instagram. Uh, as long as these platforms are around, as long as we decide to continue using them for now, that's where I'm at. Um, and eventually I'll, I'll probably do a website and, and all that kind of stuff, but for now I'm doing that. Uh, and then I'll probably start my podcast at some point. I'm yes. starting yes. to, to, to outline my book, my Hollywood awakening. Mm. So that'll be the name of my book and my podcast. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, for now, just find me on Facebook or email me. Love it. Brother, I love you. Thanks for coming on again. And this is just- Absolutely. This is not going to be the last. We'll do another one. I know. I, I forgot to tell you the backstory with Zach again, man. Oh, man. Well, we'll do, we'll do three. We'll do three. We'll just book it. Let's book it. Awesome, brother. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Brother, every time we talk, I love it. Thank you so much and excited to do many more after this. And everyone listening, thank you and- Just know I'm with you. We're in this together and it's going to be okay. Just let those words, it's going to be okay, wash over you. If you have anxiety, fear, stress, are you angry, up, down, low, high? Just release it all. Come back into yourself and admit the light that you are. All things will work out as they should. It's going to be okay. I bless you all with love and light. I am Lucas Mack. This is the Golden Rule Revolution. Thank you so much for listening. And I'll talk to you on the next episode. Thank you, brothers and sisters, for listening. For support in your journey, go to my website, lucasmack.com.